Hey guys, welcome to The Real Shit with Brit and Wit. This is Brittany. And I'm Whitney. And we have been discussing some relationship issues lately, so we want to talk about it. Okay, so I have been talking to my husband this actually just this uh, last night about <laughs> how I feel like our relationship has changed from the six years we've been together or seven years we've been together. It, it's like dramatic. When you think back to when we were dating... Oh my gosh, the, the stuff that he would do, like the, the rose petals on the ground oh. in the oh. bedroom and oh. the, like, oh, what do you want for dinner? Oh, I'm not, I'm going to stop and pick you stuff up. Like all oh. the, these cutesy, like, oh, I, I planned a surprise vacation for what? us. Like, oh yes, that, that didn't end up panning out. But, <laughs> but it's the thought that counts. But it was <laughs> He actually, he booked us a cruise and then found out he was being deployed. So that didn't work out. But it was the thought, like he had planned for us to go on a cruise, like so many cute things. And now I'm like, I just feel like we're like, eh, eh, we should should probably do something together. Let's go on a date. (laughs) Like things have changed so drastically. Do you feel like your relationship has changed the longer that you're with Mark? I think that's kind of how every, I feel like that's just how it is. I mean, I think any universally, any couple that you really talk to, unless there's just some freak couple where the dude's like really, really, really romantic and it just comes natural, right? I feel like universally, that is what happens. You start off so Twitter pated. Everyone's on their best behavior. You're in that infatuation stage. Nobody's psychotic yet. (laughs) (laughs) We are holding that side back. You're holding it all together all the time. Yeah, and then I think as time goes on, this is something my husband says because that, I feel like you hit your year. And honestly, I feel like it's maybe been different for Mark and I because when you start off in a blended situation where you already that is different children into yes. it, I remember people used to be like, oh, you guys are still newlyweds. No, we were literally never newlyweds. No, we have a bunch of children. When so. you gather a bunch of children together from day one, y- there's no one's a newlywed. It's it's it, different for sure. You, yes. you you're just thrown into like family life and the real world really really fast. Yep. But typically, you still do have like that dating Twitter pated scenario, and then I think everybody that gets married and it kind of dies down a little bit. And I used to take that really personal. That was something Same. hard for me. I still do, I think, sometimes. Yeah, I think a lot of women do. I think our big number one question is like, why can't he do that anymore? Or why doesn't why isn't it this way anymore? Or, well, yeah, and then it makes me question myself, like, oh, okay, does he still find me attractive? Does yeah. he still find like the things I say to be interesting? Am or I like old? Am Yeah, I am I old? Or oh my gosh, is he gonna find someone is else? Is someone new gonna come along and be interesting? more interesting than me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think exactly. we all feel this way. And so many friends I've talked to too feel this way. All the same. It's like a universal, I swear. And uh yeah, so I don't know if to answer your question, I don't really know if it's a it's a huge some big drastic change. I just think what I learned from my husband is he told me one time, and this was actually this stuck with me and it helped me a lot with this big question of Oh, are you getting bored with me? Or, you know, he said, I like that I'm comfortable with you. He goes, that's all I want. Mark is a very, very, very old fashioned type of dude where he, to him, he's just like pure happiness, right? He's so weird. Pure. <laughs> I love you, babe. 
in case you ever actually listen to this at work while you're listening to podcasts. Yeah, right. <laughs> his, his idea of like pure just love with me is like us being out in the yard pulling weeds and doing yard work. He's like the happiest dude ever. He And, you know, to me, I'm just like, oh, this is what our life has come to. We're so opposite. Where's the excitement? We're so opposite. And, and that I used to struggle with that a lot. Like, well, if things aren't super, you know, we're going on dates and bowling and flirting and all this stuff. Yes. Like, we must be losing it. And then here, my husband's over here being like across the yard watching me pick weeds. Like, Never been so in love with me. I mean, we're just so, <laughs> I think he's such a weirdo for that. But um, he did. He said to me, he said, I like being comfortable with you. That doesn't mean you're old or uninteresting or anything. He goes, it just means I'm more comfortable with you. And that just means I'm more in love with you. And it was probably one of the sweetest things he's ever said. But I was also like, yeah, dude, but I still need you to flirt with me. So. Yeah, I still need that. I'm glad yeah. you're comfortable and we're comfortable with each other, but I still need that. Yeah, I got to get those sure. gardening gloves off sometimes. Oh, <laughs> <Go> wild. <laughs> yeah, what about you guys? Tell me. Tell me what's oh going on. Oh, my gosh. So, well, I always like to tease my husband because when we first got together, I mean, it was like doing all these romantic things and just like going out of his way. Like, oh, my gosh, we we would have sex all the time. Like anytime. Oh, oh, hide your kids. We forgot to tell you. Yes, please. Hide your kids. (laughs) This isn't a child listening podcast. Oh my, we were everywhere. Like literally we'd be driving somewhere and we, we would pull off and find somewhere to stop. What? I know. It's crazy. Oh, it's crazy. Find somewhere to stop. Cause we just couldn't keep our hands off. Like off each other. Like we were just constantly like those hormones were raging. Yeah. But, you, you know, <laughs> so wild. Uh, but now it's like, okay, well, we've been married for six years and mm-hmm. we have a family and there's like the family stuff going on. And just like, it's just like every, yeah, <laughs> Monday we both work, we yeah. both, you know, and so it's like, oh, should we have sex tonight? I, I don't, I'm kind of tired. I know. I'm kind of tired, but we should probably. Do you want uh, a quick handy? <laughs> though I think it does and I think that it's just a stage of life and something that you have to kind of understand too that no matter who they were with it would go that direction still it's absolutely true and no matter like if things didn't work out and you started a new relationship or if you if you feel like you're missing out on that like with somebody that's it's gonna die off no matter what like those those feelings just not that they don't last, but it changes. It does. It changes. It changes. I think your love, it, the love is still there. Oh, absolutely. And on a lot of levels, like you love your, you love each other way deeper and even more. Yep. But the thing about being a woman, because that's our whole show and what it's about, is the shit show inside your head tells you. Yes. That you're not good enough and there's going to be someone else and he's going to get sick of you and you, why, 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 why? And you tend to look like the grass is greener on the other side in some things, or you look at other yes. relationships and think, why can't our relationship be like theirs? Yeah. Why are, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't trade what we have now for what we had in the beginning because we've, we've grown so much. We have so much together now. I love yeah. him way deeper than I did to begin with, but I just miss that that phase of like, you just can't get enough of each other because I, 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 back then, you know, you feel so wanted and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I feel so like 
gorgeous and yeah, chased after and oh yeah. yeah and now it's just kind of like uh, <laughs> am I just like the hot mess mom that's just like <laughs> you know like am I still attractive am I yeah. like interesting to you, you all those thoughts are it, it's crazy and and in reality my husband's just like yeah we're everything's good I don't know oh, what you're freaking out always, about like I don't it's nothing they're always just good over there in their head like they're just like life is good yeah, this is really good. This is a man. Life is good. This is a woman. Why? What? How? Where? What? Huh? Like, we're just is he thinking about something else. Yeah. Is he? What is going on over there? Yeah. What's going on? What? What? What are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? Fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> just fantasy football. Um. Yeah, that it's an interesting topic, and I think we're all in it together in this because so many girls I talk to kind of feel the same way. And what I've noticed is even when a husband is not, I call it the Phil Dumphy effect. Does anyone watch Modern Family? Oh my gosh, I love Phil Dumphy. Because Phil Dumphy's kind of the romantic. And then you have the wife who isn't. And so it, it, I don't think mostly it's women that feel this way, but I think in some instances where we look at some of the men that are going, wow, that dude's really verbal. That dude's really romantic. But it's funny how like, the wife will always be somebody I notice who really doesn't need that love language. Yeah, it's true. That? It's true. I'm not even sure I know of a couple together that share the same love language. No. It's always opposites. Yes. And I feel like the more my husband and I hang out with people, sometimes it'll be like we've noticed where the wife, this is how crazy women are, the wife is more like my husband and I'm more like the other husband. Yes. Do you ever get that? All the time. And then you guys yes. are having this great time and you're having a really good social gathering and then everybody leaves and you're like, I bet he wishes he was married to her. <laughs> I know. Yes. Do you ever get that? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And like, I'm not yeah, crazy. They just really clicked. Yeah. Wow. Like, and I'm not the crazy one that'll really throw that out to my husband and make some big, like, dramatic Same. ordeal. No, no, no. But it's not. in my head. It's in my head sometimes. And this is what's funny. Okay, we have really close friends of ours. And obviously, I'm never going to name names here. We have really close friends of ours that I have kind of felt this way. And and this isn't somebody I would ever feel threatened by. I mean, she's a beautiful girl, but I would never feel threatened by her because of how good of friends we all are. Mm-hmm. But I always thought from day one man, that, cause she's like that. And she'll talk about how, yeah, she just doesn't really need the verbal and all that stuff. And her husband's more the verbal one. And I'm always sitting going, Oh man, like he's verbal. He actually wants to put out the Christmas cards every year and like (laughs) worries about what the photos look like. What, you know? So they would go home and leave. And it would always be a thought in my head of like, I bet you Mark, I wonder why, how do opposites attract? Because in my world, I'm going, would that person be better with my husband? You know what I mean? Like, w- would he be happier with that? Because she doesn't need the verbal. She doesn't need this. Where I'm the wife that's like, I need you to be more verbal with me. You know? Right. Exactly. We would always have this. And this is what's so funny is one day I had this conversation with her. We were both talking about this area. And she said to me the same thing. She goes, oh, every time I leave your house... I almost said, I'm not going to say the name. We'll just call him Steven for this <laughs> circumstance. That's, I don't know anyone named Steven. I think that was like, the cheesiest <laughs> name I know of. But she'll be like, every time we leave your house, I always think to myself, Steven would probably, you're probably Steven's dream wife. And it, it was that moment yes. that was so clarifying for me. Like, 
holy shit, we're all the same. We all think this. We are yeah. all the same. Isn't that funny? I know. But, and I guess the thing, too, to think of and remember is just because you may connect with someone else on the same level, like, you may think Mark would be happy with her because she doesn't need verbal, but she's going to need something else. Like, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like, there is no perfect couple. Everyone has to work on something. So that's not... I know. I know. It's just funny. A... I think it's um, one thing that is always funny, too, is Mark, He he's really sweet and he'll kind of... He kind of brags a little bit about the kind of wife that I am. But here's the deal. He'll talk about our sex. You know, our sex life. Not, nothing in depth. No details. No details. No, uh, <laughs> we were doing missionary. You got to be real <laughs> friends with us to get that. No, but he'll kind of make little comments here and there. And I've had to teach him not to do this because he'll kind of make comments here and there about how, you know, I always take care of him type of thing. And I, I had to say to him one time, babe, like, Cause right, because I'm over here on the side talking to the woman. We're friends in a in a setting where we're not all together, and I'm talking to her, and she's talk kind of talking about how like uh, just the mundane sex life type of thing. It's not really there. Sure. And then my husband will kind of say something like that, and I get really insecure. Like, no, 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 no I don't want you to no, say no. Mm. I got to tell him like, listen, yes, we do have a great sex life. That's one part of our relationship that doesn't go lacking there. But I've had to explain to him like, you got to be careful. Because I know the way women are. Because I am one. I know the way and we I, think. And yeah. I never want... Oh, I just hit the thing with a... Like, <laughs> podcasting. Well, I'm going to edit that sound out. Um, I told him, I said, I know how women are because I am one. And I never want anyone to go home from a situation thinking, oh, great. Like, so-and-so, Stephen. She's probably, taking care of her husband. Stephen probably wants to have sex with her. I right. Mean, you know? <laughs> yes. So, I, yeah, it's kind of a thing I've had to kind of teach him, like, keep that on the down low, man. Like, <laughs> so, well, and the thing is, like, and it's good for him to be super proud that you take care of him. And the thing is, like, Brad and I have a great sex life when we're having sex. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sometimes we're just too damn tired yeah, to, like, that is do anything. But when we do have sex, like, we connect really well in that area yeah. of our relationship. Now, I mean, do we have it as much as I would like? Because I feel like the man sometimes in our relationship where I'm like, it's been like a week. Yeah. (laughs) We really need to have some sex. And he's like, I know. I just, like, I've been up since 4 a.m. And, you know, and I'm like. And then you feel rejected. Yes. Oh, rejection is the worst feeling for a woman. it, It is. I think a man needs to learn, anyone out there listening, I think a man needs to learn that you need to say it in a certain way, like, not say, oh, I've just been so tired. Nope. You need to start off with like, babe, I think you are the hottest girl in the universe. I'm so into you. You're my, you're my everything. You're my world. Is it okay if we don't have sex tonight? Because it has nothing to do with you. Your body's banging, baby, but I'm just a little tired from the week, but Tomorrow, I'm all yours. Like, if they would know how to verbalize oh, well, that. Now, now I'm all turned on by you, Brent. Are you? <laughs> Let's go. No, but I think if they learn how to verbalize that, we would yes. we better. Like, then we wouldn't have to walk away feeling rejected. But I think sometimes the struggle well, is... I, I feel like men are not nonverbal, but they're less verbal. Like, they don't yeah. need that. Most, most men don't need that. So they don't yeah. need the explanation just, I'm just tired tonight. Yeah. And to them, it's 
it's nothing about you. It doesn't have anything to do with you. I'm still way attracted to you. I'm still, you know, I still want you. They're just tired. But for a woman, that's a totally different, that's a totally different thing. Now I'm going, shoot, does he, does he still find me attractive? Does he even want to? Am I forcing this? Did he already look at porn today? What? Yeah. (laughs) What is going on? Like, and then you start questioning, like, is my husband looking at me? I mean, that's just our head. Yes. It, it goes in the dark places, you know. Yeah. And it, and to him, he's like, I don't even know how you went from 1 to 100. <laughs> Super <laughs> How did we get here? There's another woman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it can never just actually be that they're tired. That's just, I think, just being a woman's brain. I don't know. I mean, there's probably women out there that are way more you know, more like a man and don't have to, but I don't know, at least us, at least a lot of us. Yeah. (laughs) We go to worst case scenario. Yeah. I don't know. I think that it's an interesting topic. How do you, how do you keep it alive? You know, I feel like we're still figuring that out. I mean, obviously like we have a good relationship, like things are great. We have a really great relationship, but it's still finding like, I love where we're at now, but I do miss where we've been, what the relationship was when it first started. And I am still trying to find like a happy medium balance of how do we have enough romance in our relationship while still having a young family, Yeah, you know, fulfilling everyone's needs. Right. Yeah. And so it's still, it's still a balance. Well, every woman too, I think we all want that like fairy tale romance life, the movie romance. Yes. We do. We want the freaking notebook romance. Exactly. You know, write me a letter every day. (laughs) (laughs) Write me a letter, run in the rain and kiss me type of. Have Push me against the wall and strip me yeah, down. You know? Yeah. yeah. Some pancakes and let's do it again. <laughs> I love the notebook. Oh, who doesn't? But no, I think we all want that. And I think because of the lifestyle we live a lot of the times where we are in a world of such comparison and such, it's a big deal for us to feel like we are the most beautiful, the most sexy, the most everything to our husbands. And... um I think men get tend to get comfortable in the longer you're married. And like we said, it doesn't mean they don't love you, but it just means that they're comfortable. And I don't think they're naturally is like wired that way like we are. And yeah. so they're just kind of always living in this world like, what's your problem? I love you a lot. I thought we were 100% happy. Like, I swear. I thought things were great. And now, now it's falling apart. Now I'm questioning our whole <laughs> Now you're ripping out your hair. What is going on? <laughs> oh, shoot. This is what I love about being a girl. I think so many people feel this way, but nobody, you know, screams this from the rooftops. It sucks. It sucks it to always suck. feel like, I want to go back to when we were dating and, you know, and Mark and I have a good marriage. I mean, this is my third time around. Um, I think, you know, and we'll get into this more in, in future episodes, but I think like my first marriage, I was super young, super young and just didn't know anything. And you pop a kid out on accident right away and you're 20 years old and you're like, uh, you know, second marriage, um, same thing. There were uh, there were just things that both of us just weren't because you're so Twitter pated when you're dating. Mm-hmm. Because you have your blinders on, you yeah. don't realize when you when you get married really fast, 
you, you sometimes you don't stop and realize that this might not be the best person for you. And I will never oh, be one to sit here and say it was just my ex-husband. I don't think I was the right person for my ex-husband either. I was not for mine either. But nope. we didn't know that until you're a few years in, a couple kids deep, and shit's hitting the fan, right? Yeah. And so I'm on my third time around, and I do feel like everybody still has their issues. But for the most part, my husband and I have a dang good marriage. And I think I've just grown from all these experiences and have learned what not to do or how to kind of chill out on some things or how to handle certain situations. Yeah. And, and, but also my husband now has been my growth a little bit Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. I would agree with that because he is the right person for me. So he's not the person where when it's hitting the fan and things are difficult, he's looking at me going, you're just crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. He's the guy who's the rock for me saying, yes, listen, you're stronger than this. I'm here. I love you. We can get through this. I don't like this. I don't, this isn't fun. I don't want to live this way forever. We have to figure this out, but I'm here for you. Yes. And so I think our relationship definitely has changed. Uh, long story short to answer your question, but I think it's changed so much, even though people get more comfortable and it's not like this Twitter pated, obsessed, love, sexy, awesome, all the time thing, it's gotten stronger in ways that have helped, helped me to grow more. Does that Agreed. make sense? Yes, it, for sure. And I always tell Brad, there, yes, you know, I always tell Brad that like, I know that we're meant to be and that you're my person because even when I'm angry at you. I still fantasize about you. So like, I know that I'm not out there going, I wish I was with someone else. Like I still want to do life with you. Yeah. So even when it's just the hardest stuff you've ever gone through, even with him, exactly, still would rather be doing it with him. And, you know, I always think that like with everything, like, okay, even worst case scenario, we lose absolutely everything. We're on the street. I would rather still be with you than, yeah. You know, I'd rather still be together than living in a mansion with someone else. You yeah. Know? Well, and I think um, it's it's just work. Every relationship is work. And I think we will go through ruts. And I think that's a real Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. But I think if you step up to... Uh, here's the deal. I'm going to be real here. A lot of women I've talked to, I almost get a little bit frustrated. Like, it, it's almost like it's all up to the man to do everything. Well, he as needs far to as do what? this. Like, like a lot of girls I talk to just feel like their husband's not doing this or husband's not doing that or husband's not doing this. I had a big problem with that in my first marriage thinking that. Yeah. Like he wasn't living up to my expectations. And yeah. in reality, I was definitely not living up to his. Yeah. And getting divorced shed some light on, hello, you have to voice those expectations too. Yeah. You know. They don't just read your mind. Exactly. Yeah. And and you kind of live Which in really this sucks. world of thinking. Yeah. And so you go through a divorce and you have a relationship that doesn't work out or whatever it is. And that comes to an end. And I think that's kind of something that's interesting that I'm learning about myself now. Is it, it'd be really easy for me to just sit back and always go to my husband now, well, you need to do this. Well, you need to do that. Or how did you not know that this is what I was needing from you? Yeah. Because I definitely did that in my first marriage. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, and it's kind of like you have to sit and go, 
okay, well, I would like him to do this better, but I probably need to learn to chill the hell out a little bit. Because I was very, like, I came into this marriage super anxiety ridden. I didn't even know it. Because, yeah, when you're dating, holy smokes, we're oh. making out at every oh, yeah. second of the day. We can't, I mean, Mark would get off work super late and drive to my town home no matter what time of the night it was. And we'd be together till four in the morning and somehow he'd go to work like a zombie that never slept. He literally was just living off of love. Yeah. And this is, a, this is <laughs> I, I look it. at my husband now. It's he perfect, used to live off of love. And now I'm like, dude, you can't, he can't even get out of bed on Sundays until like 1 p.m. because he's so tired from work or whatever it is. And it's, it, that's interesting to me. It's yeah. Like, that It's a change, right? That, right? You used to like, and, and this he, was back in the dating day. <laughs> come on. You'd be out of bed and at my house with the coffee. Or this is what would happen. He would come over, right? He'd leave my house. And let's say it was 1, 2 in the morning. And then he'd get back home after driving home. We probably lived a good, like, uh, half hour away from each other almost. And he'd get back to his house. And I would get this text at, like, 2 a.m. That is seriously the most amazing way anyone has ever spoken to me. I'd get these texts that said... Babe, I am so lucky to be with you. I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with you. You're the most amazing, beautiful girl I've ever known. And I'd lay in my bed and be like, oh, oh my gosh. gosh, this is my dream boat. He's so verbal. I finally met somebody that is like the verbal king and just talks to me this way and sweeps me off my yes. feet. And then you get married and it's like, what? What the hell happened? We're the verbal though. Oh, I tell my husband that because, so our first year, our first nine months of marriage, we were apart. He was deployed. So, I mean, he would send me, every month I got a bouquet of roses. Every month it would add on. So the first month he was gone, I got one rose. The second month two, you know, he was gone for a year. Um, So I got roses every, every month. Which girl, can I just say that's a super hard way to start off? It was, but it was actually like. I, I'm grateful for that, I think, because okay. we got married really quick after my first divorce. Okay. My first divorce. My first, my first marriage. Well, I, I hope about. that is uh, my only divorce, but <laughs> <laughs> after I got, I, we got, we got married really quick because he was deploying. That's maybe a story for another time. Not but anyway, <laughs> but, um, I, I feel lucky that we were able to be apart. I grew a lot while he was gone. Because I was on my own and having to deal with what happened in my previous marriage. And it forced us to learn how to communicate really well because he's, because he wasn't here. So we had to communicate and he would write me these letters, these emails, this, and he would get on Facebook and post out for everyone to see like how much he loved and adored me, which honestly, like I like to see other people doing that now. I'm like, Oh, you hate those people. Great. Like I'm I'm so glad you guys are in love. But for a while, like years. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like after he got home, that kind of died out and he like doesn't ever post on social media like ever anymore you know and like I he he that's just not him but I'm like oh remember when you used to do like all these lovey things like he used to leave me notes on my car like I'd get up in the morning and he'd written this post-it note like have a good day I love you like you are my sunshine and like leave those I'm like where the hell did that go like (laughs) where is this person I know but that's like cute. the relationship changes it does it really does I know it that's 
Well, I, and I, I would say that to him. I mean, because let's just be honest. I think everybody needs therapy. I think it's healthy. Agreed. Yes, Mark I think I so too. have done some therapy, not because we were in a place where we're like, everybody hates each other. Yeah, we're falling apart. We no. just needed to have help on some blended issues and things like that. And it, within therapy, that was kind of a thing. I had to address my insecurities. I had to address the things, my PTSD that I've been through, that I had from being divorced twice and, and constantly feeling like I'm not good enough for anyone to stay with me. And so we had to address these issues. And within that, I actually uh, brought that up and kind of talked about, well, in the beginning, I mean, he was so verbal and everything, you know, I really thought it was somebody, you know, super verbal. And I, and, and, and I remember Mark sitting there and saying, yeah, well, of course. I mean, I had a half an hour drive the whole way home where I could just do nothing but think about what I wanted to say to you. And then I would get home and say it to you. And he's like, babe, now, I mean, we did you bit- say, do you still have a drive to and from work? Get <laughs> <laughs> in the car, buddy. No. Uh, but he, the way he explained it is he said, and this is how I kind of learned to chill out because the way he explained it is he said, babe, listen, we are together every single day, every night. He goes, I feel like I show you how much I love you in different ways now. He goes, I don't feel like I need to come home every day and write you some amazing text message. He said, because I come home and every night we lay down in bed. He tells me, good night, beautiful. Every night. He says, good night, beautiful. Kisses me. I mean, whatever, whether I have sex or not, if there's intimacy there or not. He does this for me. And he said, and he kind of put me in my place. Like, I remember being in a therapy session where he said this and he said, I feel like I show you every day how much I love you. You know, by me during the day reaching out and saying, Hey, sexy girl, how are you today? Just wanted yeah, you that's to know, cute. just wanted you to know I love your face off. He'll send me text messages like that. Oh, that's nice. And I'm not kidding. No, but wait, I'm not kidding you. I sat in therapy and felt like the biggest ass. The well, because you don't think ass about ass it like that. You're thinking of like the big grand gestures that yes. he used to do. And now he's thinking, but I'm, I'm showing you in little ways every day. Yep. And so it made him start to feel like what he was doing wasn't enough. And it, nothing has ever put me in my place more than that. I'm not even kidding because I remember sitting there feeling like the biggest jerk in the world, feeling like, oh my gosh, Brittany, what are you doing? Like your husband really does do things that are super cute Mm -hmm. that it's not like I don't notice those things. They feel good. But I think I was always going back to, yeah, in the beginning when... There was just all that mushiness and all that like crazy Twitter pated love and feeling like, oh, because he's not writing me these mushy text messages every day, he must not love me enough. And that is the shit show inside a woman's head. Exactly. Does anyone else feel like this? Oh, I do. Because Brad, he, he gets me like, he just gets me like he'll show up with this little knickknack or this cute little gift or just a cookie or something. And it, it shows me that he's thought about me during the day. Like he doesn't send me cute text messages. The job that he works, he is not supposed to have his phone on, you know? So like, like there's even times where I'll sext him. He is the worst. He is the worst at sexting. I I quit sexting him. Sexting. I don't even know. 
It's sex texting. So you what? send like I thought that was just dirty text kidding. messages okay. or naughty pictures or okay, I'm through text a, messages. Okay, I'm not a prude. I mean, I've totally <laughs> sent naughty pictures before. But it's I just called know. sexting. Oh, okay. I didn't so know. I I will do that to him. Like I'll send him a picture of my boobs or like something, oh. and he he won't respond for three hours. <gasps> what? And I'm like. What is going on? What you know? And then in that crazy directional like oh, thing, my mind goes downhill. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I've learned now that he just like he's like I don't I can't get my phone out and respond. And he's like, you send me a picture, and I'm like, who else in the room is seeing this? You know, I'm like, <laughs> and here we are thinking we're like these super sexy hot wives, and I'm like, this, like turning him on at work. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Shoot, Jimmy just was standing behind me when I opened that Exactly, exactly. Oh, I love you. I love that. See, it's like I feel like you want to keep it spicy. You want to do You do, things. yeah. And But the minute it's not, your expectation isn't immediately fulfilled, yep. we go to like these places of, yes. oh my gosh, well, does he not think I'm hot? Oh, he probably thinks, oh, oh, oh. Well, exactly. Know. And that's what I was saying. Like he brings me home things or he'll, he'll pick something up or like every birthday and Christmas he gets me something that I haven't even thought to ask for, but it's perfect. It's oh, like exactly what I want. Like he golden. gets it on that level, that's which I don't, mean. by the way. I'm a terrible gift giver. <laughs> terrible. But like he he gets me on that, that kind of a level. Yeah. And I have to remind myself of those things. Like he does remember these things. He does get me on, you know, like. Yeah. He gets it and he is showing his love, just not necessarily in the way that sometimes I want or need it. And that has to be discussed, you know? Isn't that funny, though, how us as women can just go to one thing and be like, they're not doing anything for us. And our stupid brains do not sit and actually think about all the stuff they are doing. Yes. And I think it's because we just want to live in this, like, romance novel 24 hours a day, and it's not real life. Exactly. And once I realized it's not real life, I was able to chill out so much and understand that I really have like one of the most incredible men and I'm super grateful for that. And you know what I mean? Just that I had to, um, I think cut him some slack and take, and take the cuteness and the romance when it came. And on days where I didn't get anything at all, not instantly go to, (gasps) There's a problem. Alert. Alert. And just understand that, like, not every day is going to be some gesture, some whatever. Exactly. And that has helped our marriage a ton. Agreed. Same, same. I've had to not lower expectations, (laughs) but change my expectations and change, you know, and learn to verbalize when I do need something versus expecting him to know. And then getting pouty about it. Exactly. Exactly. Same thing. I've had to learn and say... Hey, babe, like, I just, I really need, we need a date. I'm missing you. And then sometimes it'll shock the hell out of me because he'll actually come back and say, um, oh, I've actually been thinking about that. Like, I actually was thinking at work the other day, I want to take you out and go to Longhorn and go get a steak or something. And he'll say, I'm missing you too. And see, that's interesting because if I wouldn't have verbalized that and... In the beginning of our relationship, we probably would have gotten into some stupid fight about that. Because I would have had an expectation. Yes. I would have assumed that he just didn't feel the same way or didn't care. Didn't care, yeah. I would have went probably like rogue and silent and pouty. Mm-hmm. And then instead of just verbalizing the one little thing I needed, we'd get into a conversation and it would go into this. Do you ever have those like conversations that just turn ugly? 
Sure. Turn yeah. into just some weird random crap show. And it goes and, in a different direction yeah. than you thought it and was so going to. And so we have this conversation where then all of a sudden we're talking about how nobody's doing anything the other person wants. And then you feel like, we're doomed. Oh, exactly. We're all doomed. Yes. You know? And then, so what I've learned now is just to be able to come and say, hey, babe, I really need a date from you. And it'll just shock me because sometimes he'll go, yeah, I've been thinking the same thing. Instead of, you know. No going, one's saying anything. And yeah. then you're just angry. <laughs> yeah. And, and. I don't know. Love languages are interesting. Because don't you feel like you always usually typically marry somebody that isn't good at your love languages you need? Yes. (laughs) Universal, man. Yes. I have to say that me and my ex, (laughs) it goes both ways. We were not great at speaking each other's love languages at all. At all. It's it's a real thing. It is. So many girls I talk to, too. So many friends, sisters, whoever it is. It's the same thing. It's like, why do opposites attract? I had someone say to me one time, is this like God's big joke? <laughs> marriage is supposed to be the most sacred thing you do. But like marriage is also one of the hardest things that you do. Oh, relationships sure. in yes. general. I don't care if you're not married. You're Any long- relationship. Yeah. Long-term. Any relationship. Oh, it's and cool. also, I had a friend one time say to me, like, is this a joke? Like, supposed to be the most sacred thing we ever do. Is this, like, God's big fat joke? Like, I'm going to stick two people together. They're so opposite. And they want to kill each other every day. But they have to try to figure out how to make each other happy. You know? I just thought that was funny. That's true. Because my love language is definitely... It's it's different than Brad's, for sure. What are you? So, I am physical touch, for sure. Like, I need... I need to just be touched and it's not necessarily sex. Yeah, no. Although I need that too, but it's not, it's not that. It's like, I need you to kiss me. I need to sit next to you and just be touching you. Yeah. Like I need to just hold your hand. In bed, sometimes I'll roll over and I will just put my hand on my husband's back. Yeah. Because I just need to know, like, I know, obviously, I know he's there in bed with me, but yeah. I just need to feel him. Yeah. Like, I just need that physical connection. So that is, that's my love language and Brad's is quality time and words of affirmation. So he wants me to so tell him. is he good at the touch? Yeah, he is, he is pretty Does good. Come he's pretty good okay. at, at the touch. And are you good? You said quality time and what for him? And words of affirmation. And are you good at that? Uh, no. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I'm, I'm great. And those are things that like when I am struggling with something like feeling like I'm not getting what I need from him, I lately have stopped myself and said, but am I giving him what he needs? Because usually like if he's filling my bucket, right, then I want to fill his. And so that's usually I, I have had to stop myself lately and say, if I'm wanting something from him, he most likely is wanting something from me and I need to, I need to write him a letter. Like I need to leave the cute notes on his car. I need to plan a date night. So we're just spending time together. I need to yeah. put my damn phone down when we're just sitting on the couch. Cause we'll sit on the couch and we'll watch a show and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to browse Instagram or social yeah. media really quick while we're just sitting here. Cause we're not doing it. We're not talking to each other. Yeah. But for him, it's just the fact that we're, we're sitting next to each other spending time together if I'm not paying attention even to what we're doing that yeah. bothers him so That's interesting so I'm learning to try to fill his bucket so he can fill mine and vice versa so well, it's always just that game of everybody trying the game's not the word I want to use but just it's always that balance of yes. trying to make sure everybody's giving the other person what they need you have to meet in the middle 
And I think, um, I've just, I've just met too many girls that I, I mean, I have someone that, you know, I have such a plethora of different friends where I have some friends who like sex is a chore. Yes. Uh, like, yeah, I let him have it once a month if he's lucky. And I'm like, Oh my God. Cause I'm yeah. someone like you, like I need that. I want that. I want to feel that with my husband. I want to be there. That's very important to me. Yes. Um, to me, I feel like once your sex life goes, I agreed for me I as know. well. If we're, if that goes down the tube, I, I, yeah, we're what in you, trouble. What do you have left? Yes. I don't know. Are you just two roommates? That's weird to me, I guess. I, that scares me, I guess. And, um, so, and then I have some friends who, yeah, like sex is a chore. I have other friends who just, you know, give their husbands like to-do lists all the time and, you know, don't, well, and don't let him go do anything. Don't let him even go play like yep. basketball with the boys or things like they that. They always have to be with them. Listen, yeah. ladies, yep. I'm going to talk to you like girl to girl right now. You got to, don't, don't do that. Like, no, well, we need our girl time. We need to get yeah. out and be around friends and just have some girl time. Let Guys your, need it too. Let your man off the leash a little bit because you're, you're, I don't know. That sounds really terrible. And I don't want to like offend anybody or sound like I'm judgmental. I've just been through so much with relationships that this is what I've learned. If you're the cool wife, you gotta be the cool wife. Yeah. You do. And I'm not saying like, oh honey, go to the strip club. Have a good time. See you later. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. No. That's not, you go to a strip club. I'm going to like. Oh, see, and I'm fine with that. No. What? Oh, that's what we need to know. If he was episode. going all the time to the strip club, that would be a problem. But if they're I going can't. for like a bachelor party, I I don't <gasps> care. Oh, see, I envy you for that. I couldn't. I but I've also been through some stuff that has given You have me gone through more stuff than I have some on that front. Insecure so. issues. Yeah. So um but girl, I like bow down to you. Oh my gosh. I no. do. But, but I I feel like that we're just in a good place in the relationship where I trust it. Like I and not that yeah. you don't trust your husband yeah. that I know that that's not your issue. But um but I, I trust him and I know that nothing's going to happen and it, it doesn't bother me. Oh, so. wow. I seriously, I like, I like envy you almost. I wish I had that mentality. I just don't, unfortunately, but I'm also married to somebody that would never go to a strip club. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Mark is like so awkward with that. Kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, but, um, yeah, I just, uh, I don't even know where I was going with it. I think, oh, the cool wife, that's kind of my thing. Yes. I tell myself, even when I get in kind of those insecure moments, that's how I kind of snap myself out of it. Be the cool wife. Be the cool wife. He wants the wife who's secure and confident and freaking rocks it and knows she's awesome. That's what my husband says to me all the time. He's always like, babe, through the struggles I've had, right? He has stuck by me through some really dark places of insecurities and comparison and things like that to where I've had to really dig very, very, very deep and go through some therapy to get myself out of that whole and he's been there through the thick and thin of it right but he always one thing he always said to me is Brittany when you are your confident funny happy awesome self he's like you are the most incredible girl I've ever known in my whole life and so in those times of my like you know because everybody has their demons absolutely and of course we times, do girl I gotta tell myself that be the cool wife it's kind of like my motto be I that, love it I be love that it. girl that he wants and so sometimes I kind of like oh like having failed marriages I see some of the things where it's like these guys can't go do anything and they're just so held down like 
No. Or and they are allowed to do something, but then the wife is constantly calling. Yeah, or like we know no one ever like wants that. to have sex with each other. Like, yeah, ah, yeah. no, you've got to like keep it all going to keep your In reality, it's the big thing that matters with relationship is just connecting. Yeah. You, yeah. you just got to connect and you've got to fill each other's buckets. If you're not getting what you need, most likely your partner's not either. Yeah. So we just got to... And gotta, you, can, you can slowly drift apart from each other and all, just coexist. I mean, I've been there. I've been there as well. I mean, my ex-husband and I are better friends now than we ever were. I mean, like, we both... Oh, I even, couldn't agree more. We both yeah. even say. We, like, we can, like, laugh about it. And we yep. both have said, like, man, we were just really shitty for each other. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, and now it's like we can exchange kids and do our thing, and and all exes are gonna have their little moments of like, ah, oh, that's annoying or that's annoying. But for the most part, we can kind of laugh and go, oh man, we get along way better now than we ever did. So agreed. Yeah. Uh, listen, we're gonna uh, we're gonna wrap this up here, but we are gonna have some episodes kind of touching more on this. We're gonna we're gonna talk about some heavy stuff in some episodes. We're gonna talk about. A lot more with relationships. A lot and, more in depth. Yeah. And so... Divorces, maybe what led to some of them or... Yeah. And just the things that us as women go through with like really, really dark, insecure places. So hang in there with us, you guys. And we are going to talk about it all. That's and right. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get real. See you later. See ya.